0: hello and welcome to the dance of the soul this is regan forston and i'm natasha venter and we're here to help you become who you you should want to be you know because we are we're here to help you find the reason behind why our soul does our work and today is one of those days oh my gosh what a magical doorway we're in today and it's just amazing that we're on the show today doing this work because you know, we've got this scenario where it's like, it's the equinox, it's a new moon and it's, and we're in the sign of Aries, which is the beginning of the zodiac sign. So if you haven't gotten your, your goals accomplished by the new year's resolutions, oh my gosh, I knew that spring was going to be, I knew intuitively, you know, looking into last year or looking into this year that, you know, why start a resolution in January do it in spring because the spring equinox and I know that that this year is going to be one of those things that if we can make plans per quarter of the year spring equinox you know the summer solstice you know another equinox and then the summer the winter solstice you know do more with the seasons you'll be more accomplished People are got, we're going to be getting away from this calendar thing. So start working with the seasons. start working with your inner clock, start working with that kind of thing. Cause that's going to help out. So Regan, how have you been? You've been on the road. I'm good.
1: Yep. I'm in my sprinter van right now, as you can see, seems like half the time I'm here. Well, um, with the, uh, I've been doing these life between life sessions where my clients are able to, uh, visit the afterlife for a few hours. Like, like having a near death experience without the death part, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know we do it in a real organized way and um i uh had an interesting session i hope uh, we can get her on the show actually uh with a real beautiful soul in uh, she lived around fresno you know california so i drove from san francisco to there and uh she's uh very uh, interesting um it will in another show we'll talk about um uh mediumship coming to its coming into its own it seems to be right now and she'll talk uh, if she's on the show, she'll talk about this um, organization she's with that's trying to train a million mediums uh, by the year 2050. And, wow. uh, you know, can you imagine that if we have a million medium people like you, and Natasha, where it'll be just uh, so much simpler for people to just run their lives when they can get some. instead of going to life coaches, they'll go to a, a life coach medium, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. It'll just, just be like a normal. A normal thing you know uh but it's really good it'd be, We, you know it'd be good for us to it, let folks know about that organization and they teach people they in a sense they say everybody can be a medium in a sense but you have to, you know they they uh, train people to open up these you know
0: doorways uh,
1: the doorways so that people can actually do that which will help them in their own life of course too you know if they could be more intuitive and everything like that Oh, yeah, Um, because
0: because when you start trusting the process and start trusting your inner voice that that we're going to be, you know, much more available. And I know for me, even me being an intuitive, you know, there's sometimes where I still need personal help. You know, so I reach out to other people and, you know, it's a it's an it's a networking that we need to do because of the fact that, you know, if you have somebody who's in the 3D world, you're living with somebody who's in the 3D world and you're not quite in the 3D world. You know, it's nice to have. You know, like my husband. Since yeah. he's gotten sober, he he even said the other day, I taught, you know, babe, I think I'm getting intuitive too. All of a yeah. sudden, I had a feeling that I had a meeting, and I looked at my clock, and I looked at the at my calendar. And I had three minutes to get onto the meeting, to the calendar, or to the meeting, and I heard that I had a meeting. And then yeah. uh, you know, another thing happened in the day, and he was like, And I and I just kind of wait, and, and and I heard, you know. Check this place. And I heard, check that place. And that's the thing is, is that we all are intuitive, but how can we negotiate it? And that's what this doorway, this huge doorway we're in. Doorway right now, yeah. Oh, it's huge. And that's the thing is, is that this is about waking up. You know we're all waking up now. Everybody's not going to wake up the same way. Not everybody's going to be this listening to the same messages. We're all in this m- major thing of of waking up. But but I I'm going to say though that that this is going to be one of those things that you know we got like I said Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. We have um, you know new moon. We have the equinox. So how can we negotiate this energy. And, and we're feeling like we got to move forward, we can move forward. But there's going to be some of us that feel like we can't move forward all the way that we want to. But we have to wait for the timing of the universe. So go ahead. Are you saying that things are aligned right now that
1: if people want to uh, make changes in their life, that this is a good time to get going on it? Because there there'll be less, um, uh, less resistance? Or are you, are you saying that it's time to get going forward, but expect resistance also?
0: Yes. And yes. Okay. <laughs> so the resistance will be a lot of our resistance. And I even had to check in with this myself because if anybody remembers that I had like an allergy reaction a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. well, I, I really learned how my resistance was about taking a deep breath and trusting myself. You know, there's corners. We all have corners. Every human has shadow work, you know, corners that hold us back. And it's time for really us to to negotiate through those corners. And that's the thing that will be holding us back. The fear, the fear that gets triggered from an yeah. outer person. Like I was doing a phone call. I was on the radio this last weekend and there was a phone call about a woman who was getting triggered by things that were happening when she was one years old and eight years old. You know, and- wow and you know but then there were some repercussions that were going through <laughs> energetically today that was shadowily triggering her into this moment of 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 th- that past fear and she was getting heart palpitations. you know we you know her body was reacting to it you know breathing you know heart all those things that says you know trust your inner core trust that inner core trust that inner core right? Yeah. So it, it is, you know, how do we move forward? But it is that one step forward, two step back, three steps forward, one step back, you know, really looking at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's almost rare that everything is aligned so that everything goes 100% smoothly. You know, every once in a while we have a day or something like that and you go, wow, this whole day was smooth. But it generally seems that any sort of growth uh in order to grow that it requires some sort of resistance for us to get through to to learn our lesson or to get where we want to go and that's in the learning whether you have to overcome a fear you know I mean just over just overcoming a, a fear uh, sometimes can take people a lifetime you know uh, and um, the thing that they tell us from the work that I do, when I'm having um, these guides, these advanced beings from the other side, talking through my clients or to me through them, mm-hmm. and they're saying that fear is the number one roadblock that we have is that's standing in the way of spiritual development, and that our goal here is to run, in other words, and almost they're saying just run full speed into the fear. In a sense, I mean you can do that, and you're, you're going to find that you can break through you know, these fear, fear barriers, you know. Um,
0: exactly, so. exactly. And and that's the thing that, that we're going through is how does this fear. And I know the day after I went back to work and, you know, going back over the same place, I, I was amazed how much fear I held going back into the same places where I got triggered with my with my food allergy. And um, but it really got me thinking about who's in control of who. Right. You know, is my fear in control of my my walk? Is my is my um, angst and energy you know that I have, or the memories that I had, in control? And you know, it, it it's one of those things. So, Veronica, hi, Veronica, how are you? Thank you for being oh here with gosh. us. So, Veronica, you're There's such Veronica. a wonderful support to me and she and is. to the show. Yeah, she's um, amazing. Yep. Yeah. Hello, I've been doing some spring cleaning. Is this a form of the equinox new moon? Yeah. Yes. I would say so because of the fact that um, that uh, you know when we're ready for something new, we have to relieve the old, and right. that's the whole dance of this story. Is is that you have to relieve the old to move into the new. Uh, and I felt good today too. Did you, I don't know how many people felt good today. I had a little bit of a headache all day, but I was in such a good mood. I was bringing good mood to a lot of places that. And I was like, nobody can bring me down today, really. I mean, there's a couple of yeah. places where I kind of lowered my happiness um, through, the, uh, through this moment. But at the same time, it, it is what it is. And I'm just so grateful for this moment of having this inspiration to, to create. Like um, yesterday, I cleaned off um, my one of my altar places where I have, I have an altar. I have many altars, actually. But this altar is kind of an altar for all. It, it, it's it you oh. know i have it for earth i have it for me i have it for <laughs> representing in my support team you know mother mary you know um i have um Samity baron you know the ocean you know i i have different things that i have so i took everything off dusted it and i would say there's about five to six things that didn't go back on
1: yeah isn't that interesting it's like um We know we create some things and we put them up and it's our energy at the time, but as we progress and we go that way, the things that we used to be interested in or the things that did something for us, they just um, cease to have any, you know, it's just like they lose their energy as we move on, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. Um, or purpose or intention. You know or they need to be repurposed or re-intentioned you know i have candlestick holders that will make a great you know if i have two two oh i just thought of it i have two round stone spheres of stones and they might fit just nicely on those in a different place yeah. you know so how do we repurpose our life and you know, I was talking, I have a, a guide that I've been talking with and it's Jupiter. Um, and he's a star being um, and he, he's really connected actually to the planet Jupiter. <laughs> um, That's why I call him Jupiter. Yep, exactly. But he comes to me in a very simplistic form. And like he was saying the other day um, that, you know, that the, what we're, where we're going into, it's about, it's like driving in a car, you know? you're going to have to be willing to drive forward and you're going to have to be willing to go through the storms. You're going to have to be willing to go on the road that isn't so smooth. You're going to have to be able to go into this moments of where we're going. We're going to have to be willing to negotiate stop signs and stop lights. And then if somebody is stalled in front of you or it doesn't feel like the right way to go, be willing to put yourself in reverse. Look at what (laughs) feels right to go towards. Yeah. And, and turn or go around the corner. He's saying that it's not a straight line. He's, he says <laughs> this energy that we're going into, it's about finding your way. But it, it is about getting in the car and being willing to move forward. Getting in and putting it in drive. Don't sit there in fear because, oh, the bank is closing. Stash some money. You know, start yeah. holding. Don't hold on to things with very strict, as I'm putting my fists up and having a very strict. Because it's going to be on podcast later, so I, I you know, I want to tell people what I'm doing. But you know, it's like instead of holding things with really restricted hands and and hearts and fear, it's time to open up and and hold on to the steering wheel at least and be willing to see through the fu- the see through the the windshield of where you're going at the same time, though, check your sides in the windows, check your rear view mirror because you might find something. Oh, wait a minute. That was a good idea. Maybe I'll back up a little bit, recenter myself and go down another road. That seems a little smoother.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think because so many people right now are almost everybody, I think anybody listening to this right now can think of, something everybody's got change going on in some form or another you know mm-hmm. it's very rare you know it may seem like everything is coasting for a little while but a lot of times in the coasting there's things that are preparing uh, within yourself and that and in your environment they're preparing you know like for the next journey so it's mm-hmm. it's th- th- in other words even though you can't see it you're always propelling forward you know um in, in some way Uh, But I think the thing that can help people the most, at least I've started to find out, and that's with working with you, Natasha, is um, uh, realizing that anytime we do anything, um, a good way to be is to ask for help, you know, from what's above.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, we We found out, you know, through the Newton Institute with everybody that when they go into trance and then they go to a past life and then they see themselves pass away and then there's a guide or somebody there. And then that guide takes uh, them to heaven for a while. Well, what I was realizing the other day, like when we ask for a healer or healing to come up, I'll ask the count. There's a council people can go before up there. They will answer your questions. Uh, But um, when it comes time to talk about a person's physical problems that they're having, their illnesses and things, I'll say um, to the council, can I ask the higher self of my client to come out and to, do a health check in a way or is there somebody there that's more qualified and about half the time the council uh sends somebody that's really qualified to do that particular thing you know so that's what made me think of like um you know when we have health issues or something and i think you do this you'll say hey you know whoever's the health angel up there or whoever's the one that's uh you know, that helps people to get in their car when they're, when they've locked their keys in their car, or, you Mm -hmm. know, in other words, you're just asking for whoever's up there that's kind of in charge of that sort of thing, you know, because it seems like there's, would you say that like, you know, there's, there's the general angels and guides that you work through, but a lot of times you don't use them, but you ask somebody else who you knows more in that,
0: in that realm it's it's
1: their job right
0: specialty I'm gonna say their specialty and I do do that because I know that for me that like for me with my nut allergy I've done a lot of DNA work because I didn't want to have Lou Gehrig's disease like my mom I didn't want and my (laughs) uncle I didn't want to have cancer like my dad you know so I've done a lot of work with my DNA and I'm like going something triggered me to think about this. I was watching a podcast on somewhere and I, that I'm going to be on later. And I've kind of gotten into his podcast. I like his intentions. And, and he, you know, he had a guy on that was saying about healing. I'm like going, duh, I've healed myself that way. You know, I'll know later when I'm a hundred years old, if i have done it for sure. But I know now that I feel like I have, why am I not going to do this with my nut allergy? Why am I not doing this with my liver and gallbladder, you know, and my spleen? Why am I not healing, asking my body to heal? But I'm going to tell you, though, that the whole network of doing the healing work, it it is about finding the love, you know, because like for me, I've been um, I, I blew out my adrenals because of my life. So I've had to go back and reapply healing my adrenals healing my, um, which ended up, you know, causing some (laughs) dis-ease. disharmony in my liver and gallbladder. So I've had to go back and really work on my gallbladder, but my gallbladder has been talking to me lately. Right. And so what do I do? I say, Oh girl, I love you. Thank you for being here with actually it's a guy it's, it's got masculine energy. Uh, You know, I appreciate you so much. You know, thank you for being here. Thank you for processing. I know I ate something that was a little bit more strenuous on you and I apologize, (laughs) you know, and, and, but I'm taking vitamins. I'm taking some good nutrition for yeah. these specific scenarios. And so I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing that. And, but, you know, it is about talking to yourself and, you know, like I've, I've asked my body about my nut allergy and, and it's been saying, you know, we can make it less, <laughs> less reactive because I used to be at 30% reactive with air. Now that scenario was up to 90% where I can't, I'm very reactive. So I'm bringing, I'm asking it to at least come down to 30% where I can negotiate my world better. Right. Yeah. And so with that, that, the, as I'm going down in that, that, but I'm talking with it and I know that it can't be, let me cancel that. It can be instantaneous. The, the thing about the body is that it is a human form. It takes a while for the cells to transform. It takes a while for the blood to get through the body. It takes a while for for the the day and the night sleeping patterns to, to practice. And so with that, if you are looking for healing, remember it is a conversation with your mind, a conversation with your heart mind, and your digestive mind to do this and this this is an example of how this new energy that we're going into with the equinox the new moon and and the the energies that are lining for us to the aries there's other planets that are lining to to you know, help us
1: yeah what i've noticed too i believe i will maybe get your thoughts on this too i think as we progress spiritually as we go the next rung and the next rung and the next rung um, it's interesting that the foods that you used to be able to eat all of a sudden you can't anymore. Um, You know, uh, and there's some uh, talk in the spiritual circles, you know, that we're evolving uh, Mm -hmm. into, I think we mentioned this last week into a less dense diet. You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be something that's more, um, you know, not so heavy as, uh, as the diet we have now Uh, because our, our spiritual bodies become, I think of it as being, you know, more refined. You know, mm-hmm. we become more refined. So, in a sense, we're a little more delicate. You know, uh, so, um, you know, I think I've fought. I've, I've been the poster boy for, um, you know, for uh, knowing knowing the change the changes I should make, but not. I haven't been going. <laughs> I haven't been making the changes I need to find because I get. You know, like, it, I'll just give the simple example of eggs, you know. Well, one week they're good for you, the next week they're supposed to be bad for you. And then the next week part of the egg is good and the other part of the egg isn't good. And then and it keeps circling um, around, And that, but that's just in general with it seems like so many kinds of foods. The only thing that seems to be all the time there is sugar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's but
1: like I, we, our body needs sugar, but you know, we're just getting too much of it. And nobody has pretty much said, Hey, eat all the sugar you want. It's good for you. It's not going to do any harm. You know, everybody yeah, seems that, to know that that's the one.
0: Yeah. Well, if you work with the angels, they like the <laughs> sweets. So that's where I've been yeah. trying to do more the, um, the good honey you know, the, the good, un,
1: the no, that's unprocessed, right? Or unprocessed, un- unpasteurized,
0: right. And pasteurized. It's not the, it's not the, it's not the honey in the bear. It's the honey that right. you get from the local dealer. Um, we have a couple of, uh, of comments here that I want to catch up on. So, um, Veronica says, I know myself pretty well. I've been through many, many, many shifts. I'm enjoying not shifting, but yet I know it's coming. Uh I will face it on, um, you know, dreading it though. Oh, see, now that's the thing is, is that (sighs) I want people to know, please do not dread the spiritual, the spiritual upgrading we're doing. And it's not saying that, 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 that no upgrade is, I mean, we're all upgrading, but upgrading doesn't mean we're going to get lighter and we're going up into, we're already in the dimensions. It's the, it's the mental mind, the mental emotions that is keeping us in the lower dimensions,
2: yeah.
0: our bodies and our, um, and our being, our souls are already in the higher dimensions. It's our emotions <laughs> and our mind that is keeping us in the lower vibrations. And so if we can shift our perception, which is huge right now, if we can shift our perception, we can usually find an easier graceful way to negotiate the things that are in front of us. Like for me, I woke up with a headache. I was also waking up with a lot of good energy. So I was asking the headache to align with the energies. I was asking for the energies of Aries because I'm, I got Aries in one of my planets that is pretty huge, and and it usually, if you have a lot, if you have Aries, a lot of Aries uh, energy in your planets, that you get headaches. It's about yeah. the mind.
1: I know what she's talking about, and I don't think she means. Well, it's like I don't know the analogy. Like, you know, my when I look at the paint on the exterior of my house and it's peeling off and different things, and so I finally decide, you know, let's say she's to paint it. Going to paint it. Well. Um, I know the end result is going to be, I'm going to be so happy that I did exactly. it. Exactly. But then I'm looking at, you know, eight gallons of paint and.
0: And, paint and it's the and fifth, ladders.
1: it's the fifth, yeah, it's the fifteenth
0: hour of painting. It's
1: like I kind of, in a sense, that's where the, you know, part of me is going, I don't want to do this. But I, but I know in the other, my bigger self that I do want to do it, you know. So as I'm starting the, I think sometimes, um, uh, with Veronica there, I would say that as you, as you move forward and begin to do some of these things, then that dread will turn into desire, you know, you'll kind of get into it. It's just like when I look at my, even my simple things, I clean in my desk off, you know, I see all the junk on there and my first thing is like, Oh, okay. Make it invisible to me. You know, don't want to see it, but I know I want to clean it. So when I finally get around to moving the first thing, uh, all of a sudden it takes over and I get into it and it's like, oh, wow, look at all the stuff I'm throwing away and it looks so good, you know, so it's just that initial little dread. It just takes a little push, you know, to get you, you know, to get you going. And
0: that's that's what we need to listen to is those little pushes and we don't yeah. have to do big projects, <laughs> you know, please take it down into, I only need to paint a wall or I only need to paint a window. And then if you get more, you get more. You Break it down into small pieces. We get into this big idea. Um, Hi, Ward. Um, uh, We haven't had you before, so hello to both Um, of you. Hi, Ward. Um, He says, um, sometimes I think I'm not able to know more about spirituality, and yet I still learn more and more every year. And that's the ascension part of it is, is that it's about the perception. It's about growing and shifting and and you know for me you know i listen to different people i choose and pick who i'm listening to because i do like to listen to my intuitiveness i do like to be who i am and i've been one my whole life being very dyslexic i didn't read a lot of books so a lot of my knowings and seeings are are um from my my understanding and my higher self and now that I'm getting, you know, more, vi- there's more videos out there. There's more availability. I'm finding that I'm looking at other people's opinions to get truth. And I'm like, going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the catch. Take other people's understandings and check in to see if they're yours. Yeah. Because this is not necessarily that, that one person's truth is the truth. There is no the truth, but divine love. And more and more of us are going to find out what divine love really, truly means.
1: Yeah. And uh, award, what you're, what you're experiencing right now is the actual process. It's mm-hmm. not a getting everything all at once kind of deal.
2: Mm-mm. It's,
1: it's just a little tidbit here and another little tidbit there. Yep. Uh, because that seems to be how we release, you know, how most people learn. Like I'm thinking about it. When I had a, a huge out-of-body experience when I was 23, where I found myself in in another world and was totally aware and alive, and and lost my fear of death and all that. Well, um, that was just that was just a wake-up call for me for God. And then then the real work came where I started looking for everything and everything that I could. And uh, and now I'm 70, almost 73. Oh my God, that was like 50 years ago. And <laughs> I'm still, I'm still getting little tidbits like every day, every day, every day. Mm -hmm. So, so that you feel good about your um, advancement ward. um, Just look back at a year ago at what you knew and the little tidbits that you've got now and see how, how you feel kind of good about yourself. You know, you feel like, wow, I'm getting pretty smart in the spiritual stuff, you know, and then um, it seems like God will, um, you know, he'll, he'll feed it to you as you need it. But but he wants to know you're in the game. You know? Yes. So um, just like, you know, these 70,000 people now we've had go to the afterlife and back. Uh, every one of them has had a guide, you know, like when they get to this point in deep trance and all of a sudden their guide shows up or an angel. Uh, so, we, you know, in the research we're doing, we pretty figure everybody's got a guide. So that means at Ward right now, you know, you may not know the guide's name, if it's male or female or androgynous or whatever it is or whoever it is but somebody is kind of in your periphery, kind of looking over you. Um, And once you start to acknowledge that, and a good way to do that is to start some sort of meditation practice. Um, On the other side, they say, if you want to advance spiritually, they'll say, we can't make you do this, but you're going to enjoy it and you're going to love it if you start some sort of meditation practice. And then, Even learning meditation, you might think that's overwhelming or you have some idea in your mind exactly what meditation is right now. And it's probably not that. It could be that, but it's so many other things, too. There's so many ways to meditate. So uh, download uh, Insight Timer. It's free and it's one of the best meditation apps on the planet. And there's like 100 things you can do on there. So just do it like, you know, maybe two or three times a week. You go to there and just do one little thing. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's just to be quiet and listen to these, some of the beautiful music they have there that, um, that helps you to relax and get in a meditative state. And maybe you'll see some pictures and things just, you know, just, um, is this like we all started kindergarten and, uh, <clears throat> like now you know, it's funny with all this stuff I've done in 50 years, part of my mind says, wow, I'm in grad school right now. And the other part of me goes, no, you're in, just in beginning kindergarten still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because there's so much, uh, so much to learn.
0: It there is, and and that's the thing is, is that, and part of the spiritual growth is to understand that things aren't weird. The closed yeah. mind is what's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is open and doing, and we have a new follower, Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. I, I hope you're still here. Um, uh, yeah. Grateful you're here. We're we're here to to support and and this show is here about you know having helping the soul grow. You know it, it's helping them know that you know the dance of the soul. It's the dance of life. It's the dance of knowing. Um, so and then um, uh, Veronica said you nailed it with the, about talking about painting and and the oh, and yeah. just starting the process. Um, so Ward says, oh yes, um, I astro project often, but I have not i have not in control yeah yeah um i used to do that when i was a kid that um that i would um ask astral project out and then go like over float over into my (laughs) parents bedroom you know and they weren't doing anything but i would see them sleeping or i would astral project over if i i would be if um if i'd wake up sluggish and i would say oh god i was in england last night you know it's like (laughs) Cause I really, my soul was actually in England doing some work yeah. or, but I, but the more that you, um, understand that, um, that when you astral project, you can actually, when you astral project, look at your hands, look at your hands or feet. And when you do interact with your being, I'm going to call it your soul being, then you can interact with it a little differently and you can control it. You can negotiate it. But I'm going to say control is a different aspect when you're talking about your soul control is not necessarily that you, it's more about controlling your mind's ability to negotiate what your soul wants to do. And so it's about being with dancing with negotiating with these different dances yeah. Now for and, me, like, like the times when I'm really tired, soul, can you stay home, please? Let's just be together. Let's all rest. And then there's sometimes my soul pops back in when I'm waking up because it had a different journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ward, um, check out, uh, the Newton, Newton Institute, like Fig Newton, Newton Institute. Uh, and then check out my website to visit the afterlife too, because what we do is we, we help people. It's, I guess, you know, some people call it astral project, uh, but we have a way with a facilitator that you can actually have that experience, but it's, um, it's very well organized and uh, you can spend a couple hours exploring the other side because the facilitator is keeping you focused.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that's
1: the thing. It's a little harder by yourself. It just kind of happens. And then you have to learn, like Natasha said, and I like that, Natasha, where if, you know, you just have to keep telling yourself, OK, you know, when you go to sleep, OK, if I if I'm going to be out of my body tonight, I'm going to look at my hands and my feet. And that's going to help keep me centered. And, and I'm going to have a, more of a great experience. But uh, we have these techniques now, which just, you know, anybody could be about 90 percent successful that you you know, help you get in a deep state of trance and off you go. And
0: exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. it's wonderful. We're, we're entering this new era now. Don't you think, uh, Natasha, I think, too, though. That a lot of people now, as we're entering this new age, this this uh, upgrade of humanity. The, the age of
0: Aquarius. Right, <laughs> yeah. This, that song should have came out now. <laughs> you
2: know, I know it,
1: yeah. Uh, they were ahead of their time, you know, preparing us. But don't you think, Natasha, now, though, too, that I think it's going to be much more normal for people to be able on their own to, do, to astral project, to have out-of-body experiences, that sort of thing. I think it's going to become more frequent. Oh.
0: Well, I can understand that there's so many people that free channel and Astro Project without even knowing it.
1: Yeah, it's becoming That's aware of it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I know that, um, like watching uh, one of my um, my uh, my one of my uh, somebody I know, and um, that they would have um, personalities pop in you know and and it's a i forget the name of of what the scenario that is um you know what they classify that now is um and i'm like just just going i'm watching it and they're just channeling but yet it's a syndrome yeah It's, it's a syndrome but yet they're channeling but they're not they're not but for me i only channel what i what i'm going to channel i I do not, I'm not a grocery store. I, you have to have permission. And I only let certain beings in that I, that I, um, that I trust. And that's mother Mary, Jesus. You know, I don't even channel my dad because even my dad has piggybacks on him or something like that. You know, my dad's crossed over now, but you have to be. You have to have boundaries. And that's one thing that a lot of us don't have when we're growing our spirituality. And that's where talking with people like me (laughs) who've been around for a while, who can help somebody with boundaries, with understanding of their body, how to negotiate their mind while their spirituality grows. Mm-hmm. Because the mind is going to say, "I don't want to understand this. This is I do not I don't I don't get this." And so, how can we work with our mind? And it's talking with people who've been down that road. My mind—I've been so lucky. My body, my mind, and my spirit, my soul, have all been in unison in this lifetime. So, even when I was young, when I would see things, I didn't have my mind going, "What's that?" I just went, "Oh, wow. that's what it is." Wow. You know, my body has been on this journey of understanding the soul walk. And so yeah. even though I have these scenarios of food scenarios and that kind of stuff, that is something that I'm working through from past lives. That's something that I'm working through through my my heightened vibration that I've had to negotiate with.
1: Yeah, you know, um, uh, I don't know. It's always bothered me, but now I think it's leading me to to a solution here you know, the work that we do. And then there's some people um, that would say that we're actually on the bad side of things because we're, it's all, you know, we're working for the devil instead of the, you know, the light and everything. And we know that's not true because <laughs> human beings, we can just feel it. Uh, but um, I was doing some research uh, this weekend and I got to go back to the site and read the passages. But it was talking about in, even in the Bible, if you're coming from the Christian viewpoint, Uh, Jesus says that he is eventually, or even towards the end times, which I think he means is the new us raising our consciousness. He's going to send the gifts of spirit to uh, everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they list, I don't know how many there's in the Bible, there's the gifts of spirit. And they mention how many is like eight or nine or 10 or 11 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, what's happening right now. You know, like through us, like me, I'm evolving into having some of those, uh, some of those gifts and you you're you know already have some of those gifts and and probably evolving into having more but this whole thing with the you know mediums being taught now where there's gonna be a million mediums in, you know within uh 30 years uh and uh it's like the gifts of the spirit or the gifts of this what we call this god energy or something is starting to to come to all of us and uh some of it is coming by um you know, people are needing to be taught. So we need teachers here to teach people how to develop the gifts that God has. it's like, it's like you're born and these gifts are there, like the, it's like a computer and the programs are already there, but you've never opened the program yet. You know, exactly. Exactly. And And that's what I do is say your program's there. You just got, we'll show you how to look for it and click on it. And all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh, I'm being a little psyche here, you know?
0: Yeah. That's what I love about reading readers because of the fact that I can be in a past life, in a DNA past life of, you know, grandparents, parents, you know, DNA past life and dealing with what's going on in that person at that same time. And I love doing that because a lot of the readers have these little catches in them or I don't want to call them readers, but intuitives. I'm gonna call them In- okay. the intuitives. I was wondering the, what
1: you meant. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the mediums, the, the people that are very enlightened and that kind of stuff. I love to help people who are like that because I can be right there with them. And and sometimes they're like just as quick as I am. Matter of fact, when I have somebody who's working with me, I need somebody who can stay up with me because I work so quickly, cleaning out and doing different works. So, Ward um, also wanted to say um, he um, was saying sometimes I feel like there's something else in my body. Is that normal? You know, yes and no. I mean, there's there when we get to know our higher self, we get to know our soul, and and I'm I keep saying this on the show, our soul. My picture of my soul is my body is a skeleton of my soul, so my soul does not fit in my body. My soul fits around my body.
1: hmm That's what it's more like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I'm my soul is too big for my body, and so with that, that when we start learning these different parts of ourselves, our inner child, our higher self, our um, our different like for me, I have in I my My guides are with me. So like my eagle is with me. I can right now go fly with an eagle that's flying overhead. Mm -hmm. You know, my soul can do that because I'm just so connected with with that. My angel (laughs) in me, you know, so we have these different parts of us. So when we start finding these different parts of us, they start feeling like different beings in us. Now what we have to be careful of is, though, is when we are opening up and we don't have good boundaries, we do get pick we do get um hitch hitchhikers energetically we do get beings that want to hit that want to be with us and that's why i only channel certain beings because i do not like hitchhikers and so that's where smudging that's where sea salt baths that's where um ringing bell you know like um you know ringing bells you know doing doing work like this tuning forks um can really help with clearing out those energies or or even just saying whoever's attached to me get the fuck off me
1: right <laughs> well and a simple just a simple exercise that a lot of people do to as you're moving forward just to give self protection is just close your eyes for a minute and just put some beautiful white or golden or orange or just some beautiful light and at the same time just say hey you know, God, as I move forward, you know, protect me from anything negative, so that I can, you know, do all this. And and I would say that if you, you just if your heart is in the right place, and and you do a little simple exercise, something like she mentioned, or I mentioned here, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. You know, uh, out there. So exactly, um,
0: exactly. And that's the thing is, is that for me, I use divine love as protection, because even if something reaches me through that love, it's been transformed. So I put a big bubble of of divine love around me. And then, yeah. too, if I need it, it has tough love in it. So it's going to say, nope, she doesn't need you. Look, you know, flicks it away, you know. To, so it, yeah. it's one thing. So well, um, he these, also said. Okay. Go I ahead. Says,
1: well, oh, when I look into my mind, I can feel that my soul is there. My soul feels like me. It feels like who I am. And it feels safe. Yeah.
0: Yep, exactly because our
1: disconnecting, right? Yep, our
0: soul is. Sorry, (coughs) Regan, our soul is our. We have some of our personality is our soul's personality. Yeah, it it is who we are,
1: so yeah, and it's it's always the same. Just remember, your your soul with a body, not a body with a soul. You mm -hmm. know, you know, it's your soul first, and the body's just uh, you know, just uh, like a some clothing that you're wearing because it's so dense and difficult down here, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. And, and, and that's why too, um, people that start on this process and if they go really deep into, I mean, really go gung ho spiritually, uh, you got to start watching out for your health. You know, you got to watch and be prepared for things in your life that were there to fall away. Uh, because, uh, it's like we're talking about doing spring cleaning now. Um, just, um, you know, be prepared that your life's going to change because as you, you know, it's just like when you're in an office building and you get promoted to another thing. Well, all that stuff that was on your desk before doesn't really pertain anymore. Now you've got a whole new set of of things in this new job, you know, so the old, uh, you know, falls away. So as it's falling away, sometimes people have a little bit of sadness, a little bit like, oh, But but actually be happy, you know, because you know, you're, you know you're advancing you know it's like they call you know you've heard the term the dark night of soul Mm
2: -hmm. and um
1: it's just it's something when when you're ready to progress sometimes soul comes says okay you're ready now so be you know hang on tight you know because we're going to just sweep away everything that you have in a sense because you're going into this new place so uh, I've had that happen a few times in my life where I've lost, oh my gosh, things that were still a little difficult to go through emotionally in that. But I was happy at the same time because I knew I was being prepared for something better. And it, as it turned out, it was always something that was way better than the Exactly,
0: old exactly. And that's the thing that that as we're going forward, that, that it is about, you know, people don't realize that getting enlightened is about doing shadow work. It's about going through the the depths of what our shadows are. And yeah. I know for me, when I went through one of my major up, uploads was when I tipped over the box of my life, the, being molested, you know, my childhood um, bullying, a lot of that. I tipped that box over, looked at what was on the bottom, which was a lot of my childhood stuff. And then I dug down deeper because yeah. I knew the stuff on the bottom of the box, metaphorically, was the stuff that I stuffed down and I didn't want to deal with. So I tipped the box over and I looked at it and I went and I was willing to look at it to bring light to it. And that's one thing that I understand is that you really can't, you know, you can maybe get rid of a shirt. You know, you can get rid of a shirt, but actually it transforms into a new shirt that you buy. So everything really does evolve into something new. So if you're willing to look at, like for me, when I got molested, when I was a child, it really, I really learned about who I wanted for me to be touched by. I really learned who, and I learned how to have compassion for someone who did wrong. Because they didn't know better to do better or they had so much hurt in them that they couldn't do better. So I, I relieved a lot of my angst and anger to compassion. And that's the thing about life right now is, is if the weekend, that is the most uniform story that I've heard. This awakening that we're going through, the ascension process we're going through, this doorway we're going through, the veil is thinning. But the more we can find compassion and love and understanding for our fellow person and and beings around us, animals and beings, the more enlightened we'll become. And I can tell you that when somebody is talking to me, I really check in with my intention on how I'm going to talk back to them, Uh back to them, back with them, because it's my intention to bring enlightenment, not even right. in the most hardest conversations that I had with my husband. You know that when we were ready to split up, I don't know how many different times during his his um, drinking times, and even during his sobriety, you know his growth in sobriety, we had some very big turnarounds. And there's sometimes where I had to check in with my my intention, and sometimes I had to say. And he would say, what do you want from me? I said, compassion, understanding, grace. Can I have grace, please? Yeah. And that took him back because it wasn't a list, a honey-do list. It was just let me breathe. Yeah. You well, know?
1: yeah. Um, when I have people on the other side so far, all of these that I've helped, and um, Whenever they're before a council, and I mean, some of them are afraid to ha- do a life between life session because, oh, I've done some bad things. And I think if I get to the other side, man, they're going to, they're going to ring, you know, they're going to, they're going to be real mean to me <laughs> because of some of my choices and everything. It, we haven't found that, that we found that when you're on the other side, everybody, they may approach you, Lovingly, I would call it lovingly sternly. In a little (laughs) bit, you know, they'll be stern with you, but you you you'll feel love. You know, in other words, it's done. Like if you had the best parent possible, you know that you 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 got found out for something that you did. You know, Uh, when you went went and broke the neighbor's window when you were a kid or something, and they find out. But there's you you know we all know when the when a parent's being lovingly stern with us, we don't feel like we're being someone's being cruel to us. What what they're doing is they're just helping us wake up a little bit and showing us the gravity of the situation and helping
0: us to know what we need to do. And that's the tough love. That's called tough love.
2: love, It's
0: not necessarily bad love. Like I was talking (laughs) to somebody um, in my morning job, you know, and, and she's having problems, you know, being stern with somebody. I said, let me change your definite. Let me, let me help you change your language. You're yeah. sharing tough love. You're still loving. You're just doing it with a toughness that a lot of these kids don't have empathy. Yeah. And so how can we have them have empathy? By getting a little stern with them to, to start waking that up and feeling. And and um, so Ward, you you saw a dragon. Yes, dragons are gonna be waking up. They're actually, I actually have an altar up here that that deals with my dragons. And I have a dragon that's called Elder. And he sits at my council. And um, if you want to know more about this kind of stuff, um, have a session. You know, we both do sessions. Um, And you said that your life purpose is you feel like, is to help kids with autism. Oh, my gosh, that is a gift. But I'm going to tell you, like you're saying in here about your childhood. If you and you may need to have this is a deeper conversation than just this one minute scenario that i'm putting in here for you that the more you look at what did your your um childhood teach you instead of being the victim of it and that's the lesson that we're gonna all have to experience is seeing what the experience taught us instead of being the victim of it that you can probably find a little bit more purpose with those reasons that things happen to you
1: yeah like uh, not saying
0: that they were okay they weren't right but they were there to support you in an experience
1: yeah i've had some of my clients in my regular therapy practice as well as spiritual practice and they've had uh, some very abusive childhoods and that sort of thing and uh, hard well yeah it's hard like uh, when i'm with a very abusive father uh one of my male clients his father was just all the time putting him down uh not loving at all you know nothing was ever good enough and he just became a father then he was realizing that what a teacher his father had been to him because he knows now what a what a bad father looks like, and he knows what a good father looks like. And he said, if I hadn't seen that ugly side that way, I wouldn't have this resolve to be the best dad that I can be and to mm-hmm. never abuse my child like that. So uh, in a way, he was kind of relieved after the end of the session. He was going, well, dad, you know, I still can't excuse. I mean, there's no excuse for that kind of behavior in a way. We can't condone it. But in having gone through that, I learned this big lesson. You know, so you know about compassion. To, it's yeah. about
0: compassion. And and understanding that a lot of times our parents didn't know better to do better. And a lot of our parents were yeah. were were fulfilling a DNA family history of scenarios. And a lot of our generation, the generation that that we live in right now, is is stopping those. Putting a dam in a lot of those scenarios to continue on. There's sadly some families that are continuing it on because their vibration is so thick. But at the same time, though, at some point in time, something has to stop. Yeah. Something has to stop it, and that's where you know doing those gifts. It, it, it's about that, and you know it, it, it. It's about finding our inner path. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be a straight line, but finding love yeah. and compassion for ourselves is going to be the beginning of it. Find love and compassion for ourselves. So if we have love and compassion for ourselves, it's easier to have compassion for the fellow man. And I know for you, Regan, once you found love and compassion for yourself, you were able to find the mate that would have love and compassion for both of you.
1: I sure did. I found the perfect mate.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I can say the same thing for me. When I found that love and compassion for myself and stood up, my husband got sober and now we're being yeah. now I'm married to a man I've always been wanting to be married to. Yeah. You know, who mm-hmm. is looks in my eyes and feels deep love for me. This wow. is, you know, but we're still working through. Now, remember I've I've been on the path of understanding since I've been born, before I was born. He now is now kind of 11 years of uh, getting into his knowings. And so with that that there's sometimes where his love is conditional. And that's where, for me, I have to check in when I'm responding to that, my intention. How can I help this moment be more enlightened? Not he's wrong. He's not wrong. But there's something I need to learn from it, and there's something he needs to learn from it. Yeah. And so how can we negotiate that?
1: Here's a little prayer. You can say a word as you're waking up. This has done well for me for many, many years. As you're waking up, uh, just, you know, become aware that, you know, you're, you're in your body now and that you have a a day you're going to be going through and just, um, in a sense, asking your guides or whatever to help guide you in the day and just say, bless this day. And those that I serve, just make a simple statement like that. And your day, your whole day is going to be so much lighter Mm
2: -hmm. and so much
1: happier. You know, because you're making that intent in the day or you can and you can add on to that and, you know, and please uh, help me learn something uh, to to help me learn something to take me further along the path of love. You mm-hmm. know, something like that. And Natasha's perfect sentence, as she says, and God... Um, I love myself that I'm perfectly imperfect. You know? <laughs> I
0: <love myself>. so, <laughs> I'm perfectly yeah. imperfect. I'm perfectly imperfect and I love myself through it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh well, my gosh.
1: I, I, I did that with my client this last week who went to heaven and back for a few hours and she loved that, you know, because uh, everybody, um, yeah, we all make mistakes and everything like that, but we have to learn, you know, in the Bible, it says, love thyself, you know, mm-hmm. Uh You know, I'm sure there's something equivalent to that in the, in the Quran or in the book of the dead, all these beautiful spiritual books that are out there, you know, so you can't, you can't like these, these, if you're going to help these other children with autism, work on loving yourself a lot because Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to help them so much more when you're radiating self-love, you know? Um, Well, and
0: to love is a grounding (laughs) aspect. Yeah. And it, and I and I look at uh, grounding is different than being on this body. Or right. if I'm with my body, I'm grounded. Yeah. If I'm with my body, I'm grounded. And so with that word that, um, yes, everybody has spirits around you, uh, around us. And spirits of love. You work with the angels. You work with guides. You, have, I mean, you have Archangel Michael around you. I don't know you personally, but, but you opening up a little bit here has given me the insight. But you do work with Archangel Michael, and he's helping you a lot through this scenario. But the one thing that I want everybody to know is, is that, when As we're going through this enlightenment, and I'm going to on my show on Wednesday, I'm going to go a little bit more deeper into this conversation um, about this doorway that we're in, because I feel like that there's there's so much more that that that's on this walk. And I want to do it while yeah. we still have the, the doorway of the new moon along with this to get some deeper understanding. But it, it is about that that. Finding the path. But remember, it is about doing the shadow work as much as it is about enlightening. And so if you're feeling like you have these hiccups and and stubbles, and I'm not going to call them mistakes. I'm tired of mistakes. If we don't know better to do better, (laughs) if we don't know how to do better, how are they mistakes? I'm sorry. It's like, how can I make a mistake when I don't know what to do? So they're flubbles. They're flubbles. (laughs) How can you, (laughs) I mean, it makes us laugh. You know, it's like, um, you know, teaching kids with dyslexia. They didn't know that they were reading it wrong. How can they be making a mistake?
2: Yeah.
0: It's a flubble. Oops. I did a flubble. Now I'll know better to do better. Right? Right. And so with that, that it it is about not judging, you know, how can I negotiate this? How can I find that compassionate self-love? And so that's going to be a little bit of my conversation on Sunday, on Wednesday at four o'clock too, is that compassionate self-love that we can find for ourselves because we are going to be in a vulnerable places, not knowing much on how to do things. You know, astral projecting, like Ward was saying, Um, doing, uh, you know, being a channeler and not even knowing it, Uh, you know, seeing spirits and going, "Helly, hello, crap, that they're all in my room. What do I do now? (laughs) I can tell you I've been a psychic medium my whole life, and I've had spirits when I was younger around me, but I can tell you I don't have them around me when I'm sleeping now unless there are specific reason. And I check in with my team. Why is this happening now?
1: Yeah. You know, uh, the more people like war, the more you get into uncovering, uh, these little gems, it's almost like, it's almost like, um, all there's all this field of diamonds and, and, uh, every so often you get the, uh, You get the the password or something and you take a little that black by there's this beautiful diamond shining you know and then you look and there's this whole field yet to be uncovered and it's exciting and wonderful and um you just you just knowing that if you uncover too many of these at one time your physical body and mind might not be able to handle it because we go (laughs) oh my gosh we're finding out at least i am right now with all this work i'm doing with helping people go to the other side that the who God is it, every week, God just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's it's so much bigger. Oh, my gosh. You, <laughs> you realize you're never going to uncover everything. But as we say sometimes on this program, you don't need to uncover every single thing that there is. You just need to uncover enough to know that you're never alone, that that God loves you. This energy, whatever God is, that's it's, it's loving. It's, it's a loving being It's a loving energy um, that you're n- never alone and that your life has meaning and purpose. And then you just get on to try to be kind and loving and compassionate to e- in every situation and uh, it takes practice to do that. So uh, just, you know, every day, try to put more pluses than minuses on your board. Mm-hmm. And practice enjoy- to do
0: better. Yeah. Practice and, to do and- better. It's not practice to do perfect is practice to do better.
1: And this then just have a beautiful, you know, happy, you know, working life, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's all that really matters right now, you know. Uh, we'll learn the other stuff. Just like you're in a freshman in college, you know, you're not ready yet to to get, do grad work. And, you know, that would defeat the whole purpose of school, you know. So you just go through whatever grade you're in and, and just, just always sign up. You know, they say, okay, you're through with this now. Do you want to just quit and not evolve or do you want to sign up for you know, humanity 303, you know, and you go, oh boy, a bunch of lessons coming. And then you sign on the dotted line and, you know, go up mm-hmm. that next step, you know. So exactly. if anybody, I'll just let people know how to get a hold of me at visit visittheafterlife.com. I do regular hypnotherapy. Uh, I have some modalities I use that help with PTSD, with fears, phobias, uh, you know, depression you know that sort of thing and there's some videos on my website uh, on the e- EFT and the hypnosis part um but the work that I love doing the most is um where I help people have the life between lives experience uh where you you go to a past life see yourself pass away turn around there's an angel or guide there we we turn into now time and they take you to heaven for a couple hours answer all your questions you have about your life what your mission is why you were born uh <clears throat> and um If you have health issues, sometimes you can get a healing or you can at least get um, some answers to why you have the the health issues that you have, you know, so uh, happy to help you. And all this can be done on Zoom or Skype uh, or in person. Like right now, I've traveled from San Francisco to Fresno. Now I'm in L.A. I'm going to be in San Diego doing four sessions and then I go back to Bakersfield and then back home again, you know, it's going to be a trip, but I love it. You know, I love it. Except I miss Patty terribly.
2: I bet. (laughs) I bet.
1: I bet. I love, I love that she has some time to herself because she needs that too, you know? So we're good. So now Natasha, um, (coughs) tell people how to get a hold of you if they would like to have a, now you do um, like half hour, 45 minute hour. What, what,
2: I, I do half hour,
0: hour sessions. The thing about <laughs> okay. life right now is the half the only reason why I keep half hour sessions on and I keep my prices a little bit lower than some other you're so
1: reasonable. Yeah.
0: That it's because you know I I wanna be reachable. I wanna be yeah. reachable. And it's not because I wanna minimize myself. I um people say I yeah. can charge five hundred dollars for my sessions and I but I, I keep know. them respectfully honorable for those who are around me to help them go through life. But first off, I want to say these are the two core cards that I pulled. I have unicorn cards and it's like happy thoughts Um, to feel happier. Now think about a memory or something else that makes you smile because our thoughts are going to be majorly making difference in our life and then forgive. Um, It's time to let go of anger and blame both of those if you let go you get happier if you have happier thoughts it helps to go through the process of the forgiveness so um but you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. uh i'm grateful for anyone who can reach out and i'd love to help people get through this aspect of themselves who are they What is going on with them? What is this thing that I'm seeing? Is it weird or isn't it? And I can tell you, me remembering being born, me knowing the contract that I wrote, me knowing the energy as I saw myself as a soul being plunked off, I call it plunked, (laughs) pulled off the greater good of love. I know what divine is. I know the expansion. Oh my God you don't know how big it is because you can't see how big it is because it's bigger than what we have ever seen before. I know I have no inks and so I can help anybody and there's nothing that surprises me. Nothing that surprises me. Yeah. So I love to help people go through the process of understanding themselves.
1: Yeah. And I want to, if I may, I want to give you a plug also on, um, and uh, if you guys are doing spring cleaning, and if you're just trying to get your physical space, you're trying not just your spiritual space, but your physical space all in order. Uh, Natasha has been doing feng shui for 20, 20 30 years or I don't yep. know, a long time, right? And I can tell you that I thank her every day when she visited <laughs> me, and she feng shuied my, my little office that I have. Uh, and it, I, every time I sit down, I go, wow, this is so much better than it was. And it was just some simple things that in, unless you're a feng shui expert, you wouldn't think of. But mm-hmm. when you, you change your surroundings, um, so you that change the ener- your world, energy is optimal. Yeah. You know, the way the way you do things. And uh, she also did my wife's office. And uh, my wife is uh, thanking her all the time, too. So, you know. <laughs>
0: Now, I'm so
1: that is my
2: like. Oh, well, hallelujah! Yeah, <laughs>
0: thank you. Yeah. Oh, I, I right. just, I just love it when I, when I used to do hair. I we used to. It's not about the moment and the day. It's about the life. I'm grateful that I can give peace and and tranquility for life to happen. Yeah. So, oh yay! Yeah, that that just makes oh, my soul happy. Thank um, you.
1: And just in case, or Ward, um, uh, with what you're doing, or whoever else is listening now, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be on vestiges after dark and uh i'm going to be talking about energy psychology and you're actually if you watch it you're going to learn some tools that you can some you're going to walk away from the podcast knowing how to reduce your stress and anxiety level in a matter of minutes because there's some modalities we're going to be talking about the havening touch about eft which is the emotional freedom technique and something that we call emdr and uh it's uh uh, they're, they're all things that people can learn to do on their own. And, um, uh, they've been proven even through Harvard, some of it through, uh, uh, Harvard medical school that, uh, there's beneficial physiological changes that go to your body when you do these techniques and they're easy to learn. Kids can learn them. You know, yeah. Really isn't that easily. amazing? Yeah. So vestiges after dark, you just go there and watch for their live thing. There's going to be a bishop, um, a priest, and a nun, the bishop, and the nun used to be police officers. And I know
0: they're hilarious. It's, I love them. They, I was on I their show them. too. I, yeah. I thank you, Regan. I, I watched I had the a whole blast. show on there.
1: It was it was great. She was, and so they're they're from the Catholic Church, but they are open they're, and realizing that there's more. There's more than yes. just what's what's normal in the Catholic Church that they can have. So it's beautiful. You'll, you'll love the show. They're great. They're great people. So, anyway.
0: Yeah, ah, you can, you can reach me mind. at angeliclarifications.com. Yeah. Also on my YouTube channel, um, I have a community section and that's where <laughs> I was on Visages of After Dark. And I gave some techniques on how to do some things. Yeah. And it, it was it was a wonderful time. But you it know, was. If, if you would like to please, if you find the show interesting or helpful to anybody, please share it. Please tell them about us. We're live every Monday at four o'clock Pacific time. Regan and I are doing the dance of the soul on Wednesdays at four o'clock Pacific time on, um, my YouTube channel, Facebook, and, um, also probably on Instagram. I, uh, I'm live there to give my life clarifications with Natasha, which I usually talk about. Sometimes like today or Wednesday, I'm going to continue this conversation. Um, But sometimes it's about going through the emotions, figuring out how we talk to our spirit and our guides and stuff. And it's just me. Sometimes I have a guest on, Um, but I really appreciate everybody who's here. If you know of somebody who likes to listen to podcasts, this is going to be on podcasts. I'm And it will be on um, Life Clarifications with Natasha. And you can go to Spotify, um, any any of the the major um, podcast platforms, and you can find us. So thank you all for being here. And please remember, we're both here for private sessions. So if you're questioning anything, please reach out. And even if you don't reach out to us, please reach out to somebody else. This is a journey of community. And with community, we can find our way. If we're trying to yeah. do it our alone ourselves, it's not going to be as easy, and we're going to have to deal with a lot more shadows. So please remember that there are ways to find tools to negotiate, especially you, Ward, or people like you who yeah. have ne- needed to deal with this, um, that we can help. And Veronica, thank you for saying that we have a wonderful show. Love you, too. Thanks, Veronica. Uh, you are a blessing. Thank um you. And, and I'm so glad you felt better today. She was not feeling good the last couple of days. So I
1: actually feel I was in a little bit of a, of a, of a depression today. And I think it's because, you know, <laughs> I know there's a lot of things I want to start changing, but I didn't realize it was the first day of spring. And now that made me feel
0: happy. Yeah. You know, we're, the, the,
2: we're there's a purpose it. to yeah. that.
0: Cause sometimes if we kind of go through that shadow work of, oh, why am I not getting this ready and that ready and that ready? We can say, oh, Wait a minute. I just made my list of do's, my list of wants. Yeah. Now I can kind of make my list of wants and then get one drawer done at a time. Get one cabinet done at a yeah. time. Get you make it simple. It's not about the jump. It's about the journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's for enough. yeah, for sure. Right. So Okay, anyway, so thanks. see don't, everybody don't on Wednesday
0: at four o'clock <laughs> Pacific time. Thank you, Aussie. Um, see all right. you next week and we will be um here again. Blessings to all, and know you're not alone doing this journey. You have guides and loved ones around you supporting you. Bye yeah. now.
1: Bye. See you next week.